Welcome to Healthy Heart Talks with Vasti, where I believe that a healthy heart leads to healthy head decisions. Have you ever made a decision that later on you regret or a decision that makes you say, what the heck was I thinking? Well, I've been there, done that, and I got the whole wardrobe. And the talks you will hear are real life stories with real life lessons that all led to making good head decisions. Healthy Heart Talks will be able to offer you some guidance and insight as you make your next decision. So let's talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Healthy Heart Talks. This season, like I said, we're talking all about love and relationships and all the fun things that comes with that. So um, you guys recently heard an episode with my guy, Mike, and we talked and laughed a lot on singleness and love and what it is to be single in 2021 now that we're in 2021. So I have a couple with me today. Say hello, guys. Hello, hello. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> I have Calvin and Cookie, but Cookie's name is Estefania, and they are um, newlyweds, and they're here today to talk all about their journey into marriage and their relationship, and I am biased. They're one of my favorite couples in Dallas. Well, now they live in New York, sad face. Um, but I'm really excited to just take a deep dive with them and talk about their journey. And I want you guys to obviously, you know, get a different perspective from people that have dated and met their goal of marriage. Because if we know that besides living in a pandemic, I feel like we're in a pandemic of commitment too. People don't want to commit nowadays. People are afraid to completely let themselves open up to somebody and go there. And everybody's always looking for the best next thing. And Calvin said, no, this is my next best thing and the only best thing. And Cookie got to that point as well. And we're going to hear from them. So let's start. Calvin and Cookie. So let's talk a little bit about you, both of you individually. Um, Cookie, you can go first. Where are you from? Um, a little fun fact about you. And what do you do? Awesome. Well, I am Cookie Villafuerte, and I'm originally from Peru, South America. I've been living in Dallas for over, I was like 15 years, maybe uh, maybe more. Um, and a fun fact about me, wow. I was once, oh my goodness, that's a good question. <laughs> I used to have a cupcake shop. So I used to eat cupcakes every single you day. You had a bakery shop? I used to have one. That's amazing. In Dallas or in Peru? In Peru. Wow. And what's funny now is that now I'm a health coach. So I'm all against sugar and trying to <laughs> yes. teach people how to eat healthy. So, yeah. And what type of, what's, what do you focus on with your health coach? I focus on plant-based nutrition. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. At the end of the show, you guys will hear their handles so you can follow them, especially if you're trying to get on that fitness track. Um, cooking can definitely get you there. And Calvin, where are you from and what do you do? Yeah, so I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. I uh, You were? Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't know yeah, that. Kansas City Chiefs fan. So, yeah, I, I got to enjoy the championship last year. The one will win again this year. Oh, God. Uh, since obviously the Cowboys are trash. Uh, <laughs> and I am a Cowboys fan, but they're... they're which is complete trash. Um, <laughs> I grew up in Dallas. Uh, fun fact, this is just more so a recent thing. Yesterday I went for a routine checkup and ended up getting a root canal. So, <laughs> oh, and you have great teeth. Yeah, but 
apparently something was growing underneath there. So, oh, isn't that painful? You know, I've always heard that it's painful, Mm -hmm. but it 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 wasn't that bad. Oh, they must have numbed you really well. Yeah, I mean, my cookie saw my whole face (laughs) was like it was. It looked like I had a stroke. Oh my goodness! His lip was going down. Yeah, my lip, my nose, everything was just like no. When I had my root canal, they numbed me, but I don't think my body takes well to like anesthesia. And I felt it. I felt everything. I remember like my mouth being open and I'm yelling at the dentist like, stop. And he's like, wait, what's going on? I'm like, I can feel you drilling. So he had to stop and they had to come in and get like numbing cream. And they put a bunch in there and then he was able to do it. But I could still feel it. It was and they gave me three shots and I could still feel it. Oh my I'm telling you, it was crazy. What an experience. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. I hate the dentist. I have horrible experiences. All right, so now let's talk about dating and when you guys started dating. Um, Calvin, we'll start with you first. What qualities were you looking in a future spouse? Man. <laughs> well, I am a guy. I, mm-hmm. think, I think first thing first, you know, uh, got to be a Christian, but then... My qualifications are pretty small. Like, got to be a Christian, and then I got to be attracted to you, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. Um, so those like you know baseline. You're in my my purview, right? Okay. Um, and then, but when you say got to be a Christian, that's kind of vague because you can be a Christian and not, you know, go to church. Yeah. You can label yeah. yourself because I know in online dating when I swipe left and right and guys say they're Christians and then I meet them one-on-one and they're trying to sleep with me. I'm like, you're not a Christian, yeah, you know, yeah. or you're not the Christian that I thought you presented yourself to be. So, so what, can you elaborate a little bit? Like, what is it that she needed to like be in that area? Yeah. So I, maybe it's just, cause I always had in my mind that I was going to meet my wife in some sort of like Christian setting. Oh, okay. Um, so I felt like, you know, that I probably would meet my wife at church. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that I didn't go have fun and, and go Kick out with it. my guys mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But anytime I was going out, I was never looking for my wife out. That was just, you know, guys like saying, do you got it? You know, but, okay. like, <laughs> but as far as like my wife, I'm like. That no. is really interesting that you as a Christian male went out and didn't go out with the intent of she's not here. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like you're just you're just hanging out with your guys, hanging out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still having a good time, but when it came to my wife, I was like, I need to be very serious, and she um, she needs to be grounded somewhere. And so I, I figured that it would probably be at church or um, when I was at school, maybe mm-hmm. it would be in school, and I would mm-hmm. see her in a Christian ministry, something, mm-hmm. something like that, so I can get to know her as a person mm-hmm. um, and get to know a little bit more about them. And I just I just feel like. Um, when you're out and about and just in in the world, it's not that it can't happen, um, but your odds are a lot less. Like I have friends in New York, they're like, "Oh man, I can't meet a, a great guy," and I'm like, "Well, where are you meeting them at?" They're like, "Well, I'm meeting them at the bars." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." Like, what do you what do you expect? Like you have no sort of baseline mm-hmm. information. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think at church at least, it's like you see that a person is trying to get right regardless of where their walk is with god like they're you know at least uh in the vicinity yeah trying to make themselves better there's a commonality you're like exactly. i'm at church they're at church so they have to have some importance of their walk with yeah. god okay that's good and what about you cookie what were your what were you like this is this 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 like your list of 
Yeah, my list was definitely a lot longer than just the two. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we women. And you know what? I really thought I didn't need a list, mm-hmm. but I keep hearing from different women that are mm-hmm. married. When you pray, be very specific. Mm-hmm. And when you pray for your husband, also be very specific. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me do it. So actually on my journal, I put husband and I wrote the different things that I want him to, mm-hmm. to be. And mm-hmm. definitely the first one was I want him to love God, you mm-hmm. know, and I want him to, to serve. Uh, I also wanted to serve, meaning you wanted him to like have a servant heart, like volunteer, yes. give back. Okay. Because that's something for me is important. I mm-hmm. like to, to serve my community. So I would like to have that in common with other, uh, with my future husband. Uh, and just other things I was like, this is important, but not as important as the first two is that he, he, how he treats his family, mm-hmm. um, that he likes to work out, mm-hmm. um, He's, um, he's friendly mm-hmm. and those are just kind of, I have, I, I will need to recheck that list, but I, I, those are the things. Yeah. And what's funny is that I wrote that on my journal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not the funny part. The funny part is that he was at my house one day looking for a piece of paper and he went to my journal to look for that piece of paper in the first, uh, the first page, page that he opened is where I wrote what my, my, I want my husband to no be. No way. And he has, he calls me to tell me that he has 90% of those things. <laughs> so what am I waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was like, wait, you learned my, you read my journal? <laughs> you had a cheat sheet, Calvin. Well, she, I was at her house. I mean, we'll, we'll dive into yeah, we'll dive into the, that the complications of our of our relationship. <laughs> but yeah, we technically were not together, and I and I um, was getting a piece of paper to to write her a note, and I saw her list and everything on there. She said tall. I was like, I'm taller than you by a half inch. <laughs> and then the one thing. Well, those are physical yeah, attributes, yeah, you one, know. There was one thing that I didn't meet, and that was vegan, and and I was like. <laughs> Be very specific. You did not have vegan on your list. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you tripping. (laughs) You need chicken. (laughs) Yeah. And and now she's got, I'm actually doing her program right now. That's awesome. Plant-based fitness. Okay. So now I know we kind of going ahead because I like that you added that. We'll go back to that. Now, when you first met each other, did you know right away or not like the very first time that you guys met? Because I mean... I know that it was like, hi, nice to meet you, you know, whatnot. But I'm saying like, when you first connected a little bit deeper than just like a group setting or whatever, like, did you know right away, like, this is my wife, this is my husband? Well, I think I got to tell you like how I first noticed Kuki. So I always typically sat with like at our young adults church group Mm -hmm. during worship, I would sit in the front. Well, this time I was late or for whatever reason, I was sitting up top. And mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously you're supposed to be worshiping the Lord. And I was worshiping. I opened my eyes and I saw her from, uh, kind of from behind. And, and I saw her, uh, her side profile and she has, you know, <laughs> Kuki has a, a, a nice long nose. And I, and, and I, and I was like, that girl, I was like, that girl's from South America. Like, how did you know? Because I had South American friends at TCU. Oh. And, and I, I always had a, a little something like, man, 
I always thought she was white before I even like before she opened her mouth because she has her blonde hair, her like hazel green eyes. Yeah. I just assumed. And so I, had, you know, I got a little Latin fever in me, and and uh, and so I was like, man, I want to, I want to meet that girl. And uh, but she wasn't going to the after parties, and so I had yeah. to. Yeah, you would leave, right? No, I will go, but I will hide. Oh, like, no, on purpose. So I would just be on the corner. Okay, you know, okay, with everybody else. And I'm trying to get to your question, but the, the, so I saw her that she went to one of the photography small groups mm-hmm. and, and she was standing next to Lorena and Lorena and I, we weren't like really friends, but we through a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and I knew Lorena and I was like, oh my God, who is this? And so I sent it to all, all the guys in our group chat. And I also sent it to Lorena. I was like, Hey, who is this? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to get to know her and uh, get to meet her. And so she brought her to the after party and then we connected. And I, I would say for me, even though I could tell that she was like, because she, she immediately like friended me and I'll get to that. But but for me, <laughs> the conversation was so natural. Uh-huh. Um, there was a lot of commonality things. Um, we both studied finance. Uh, obviously, we're both Christians and she was just t- talking to me about um, she was talking to me about her business that she used to run run in Peru mm-hmm. and with the cupcake shop and uh, and so to me there was a lot of things I was thinking man she's very she, we could be very complimentary to one another um, and there were there were other things that we talked about it, but it was just such a smooth conversation and then when I asked her for her number she gave me her Facebook so I was like oh ah uh, <laughs> cookie yes that's what we do I'm like you know what find me on Instagram yeah <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, I mean, and uh, so, yeah, for for me, I was like, I'm still very much interested. But I also knew, like, when I first met her, that was in October 2017. Mm -hmm. I already knew that I was leaving in New York in December. I didn't tell her that. I was like, I'm going to try to walk this thing out for the next couple of months and see see from there. um, But so, okay, so, like, you didn't automatically feel like, oh, my God, this is my wife. But you did know, like man, this 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 woman that I'm talking to could be very, like, yeah. like you said, complimentary to me. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And I, and I felt like just talking to her, uh, especially later on, mm-hmm. but, but, but even in that first conversation, I was thinking, there's there's real potential here. Okay. And, and you know, I had already kind of decided in my mind that I wanted to, to, to stay close to the venue community. And I had shared with Ryan... Um, that, you know, I wanted to try to fly back at least once a month and yeah. come to venue and yeah. do things like that. And so I was like, you know, maybe. I was yeah. like, I, I can still get to know this, get to know this girl. And and so, um, yeah, from that first conversation for me, I was like, there's there's potential here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't think, oh, my God, this, this is my wife immediately. Yeah. But I was very, very excited because I, I saw her in worship and then... I asked my friends around and, and then and then Lorena's like, oh, she's such a great girl. She's talking her up. And so so she's like playing like broker, yeah. <laughs> getting her at the table. And so then I just had to come in and, you know, introduce myself and, yeah. and get it on the track. Yeah. And what about you? You when you when you had that conversation, Cookie, like in your head, you were like, oh, no, like, like I'm not yeah. interested. After the first conversation, mm-hmm. I can I can feel his intentions. Mm hmm. And I turned around to my friend Lorena and I was like, no, Lore, I don't, I don't, I don't think we can be a good match. No, because I just, you know, there's certain norms that we create in our mind. Mm. I thought it was whenever I'm with um, my, the next person I'm with, it needs to be older, mature, 
You know, mm-hmm. we, we can, can I, I had a mentality of like, um, men my age, yeah. in, they're not as mature as me. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't think we're going to get along. Wait, what's the age difference? Two years. Two years. You're, Cookie, you're two years older than older. me. Older. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I believe you, we're going to share an age. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, he's younger. He's yeah. Younger. Isn't that something that, that I, I, I will say, like, as women, we tend to automatically put the man that we don't have uh-huh. <laughs> already, like you said, in a box of like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he's got to be this. So when you meet someone that doesn't even fit in that box, you discredit them. You're like, no, surely this is not it. So yeah. let me move on and give him my Facebook. Exactly. Okay. So so you right away were like, no, friendship. Yeah, correct. Okay. Now, what? let's fast forward because I was there when you were leaving to New York. So I met them through Venue. Venue, if you guys listen to the podcast with Mike, we talked about that it was a young adults group that we had at our church in Dallas. And a lot of us, did. we do life together. Um, we don't have it anymore, but we, a lot of us have stayed in touch and, um, I met them. I actually met cookie. So Calvin leaves is leaving to New York in January of 2018, right? December 27th. Or December. Okay. So we had a venue and everybody was scrounged every Thursday night when we, I'm sorry, once a month that we had it twice a month, we either had an after party. And then after the after party, sometimes we would do more things. So Calvin was leaving. So the after after party was we all went to this place for um, wings because Calvin loves his chicken wings. And I remember getting to the after party and sitting at the table. And then I remember seeing Cookie with Lorena uh, walk in. And in my head, I remember thinking, who invited them? They're not part of our crew. Like and then I was like, but wait, they're Latinas. I haven't met hardly any Latinas like since moving here because I had just been there since June of 2017. So then um, I think you introduced me because you sat them by me. I sat them right next to me. I because you were sitting at my table. It was my it was my going away deal. And uh, I had basically put two empty seats next to me, even Mm -hmm. though like no one else knew them. Mm -hmm. But I, I was like. I'm going to use this. Yes. To get and I remember room. sitting at the end and I remember cooking, walking in and she introduced herself to me. And I was like, nice to meet you. But you told me your name, Estefania. Estefania. Um, and then Lorena too. And then they sat down. And I remember, I remember, Calvin doesn't know this, but I remember um, I was part of a group chat with some of the guys and they would always tease Calvin about liking you. But in my head, I'm like, well, her name is Cookie. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is the girl or not. So when you sat down, I get a text message from some of the guys that were there. And they're like, that's Calvin's girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so then that's when I was like, I really need to get to know her. I really need to be friendly. Cause I'm like, anyone that's gonna get one of our guys, like, we have to make sure that she's good. So then I remember at that event, um, obviously Calvin had a smile. Calvin has a huge smile. Calvin smiles with his entire face. It's a beautiful smile. And I remember Calvin just smiling from ear to ear. He was just so happy. Aw, she's grabbing his cheeks. And I remember just seeing Calvin look like, you know how when girls glow when they like somebody? Calvin was glowing that night. And I just remember thinking this girl is special like she's gotta be you know because if Calvin's willing to risk it all like he's about to leave (laughs) in a few weeks you know so at that event 
you guys were just still friends, right? Yep. And did you have her phone number yet? So I got her phone number that night. Okay. Because we, at venue, mm-hmm. when it was all over, I was saying, hey, a bunch of us are going to go grab grab wings. And uh, she was like, yeah, tell, send me the address. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I would, but I don't have your number. <laughs> and she, so she goes, oh, well, take my number. So then, I, so then I got her number that night. Did you know then that he was moving to New York? Yes, because previously he has invited me to go to his uh, going away parties mm-hmm. that I haven't. I didn't go. I was in Chicago for your party. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, and then you know, Ryan was out here. That last venue, he was like, any ladies who haven't? Yeah. You know, oh, that's right. <laughs> that like, night. Two times. Yes. <laughs> I remember Ryan said that. That's right. And he was like, he was like, you don't do long distance, do you? And I was like, I was like, maybe. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. In my mind, I was thinking, I was like, maybe for this one right here. Yeah. So our pastor was doing marketing for this single <laughs> man. You know, that must be a good sign mm-hmm. for the pastor to be. Uh, oh, Calvin was. Yeah, he was. He's always been on the top list of great men. Always. Yeah, take me behind the curtain. OK, so <laughs> now let's fast forward. When did you guys officially like start? OK, we're dating. Like when you had uncertainty, right? Mm-hmm. And you had uncertainty because he didn't fit everything in your box. Yeah. But you were like, I don't care if I don't fit nothing in your box. Like, I want to get to know you. I like you. And I want to see where this could go. So when did you both say, okay, we're going to give this a shot? So we met in October and we started going out in March. Okay. So throughout those months, we, we text, we, we chat. Um, so even when he was in New York? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And like, she would, there was times where she, you could tell she was like trying to, in the conversation, but she's so polite. And uh, any fellas listening, be persistent. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, she's so polite. And so, she, so if I asked her a question, she would then respond like on, it was like through Instagram chat or whatever. And then uh, one day I just like called her up out of the blue mm-hmm. and, and she will tell you, she doesn't like talking on the phone, but it was such a good conversation. And mm-hmm. so, like, I just kept, you know, doing things like that. And we, we hung out in, in January when I flew back. Mm-hmm. I think that that's when I really knew, like, we were very complimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, when, and, and I was just thinking, like, this. And I was, I, I was telling her, I was like, I don't think you realize, like, how special you are, a special person you are. Mm-hmm. This is our, our drive back from getting tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you really, really are a special individual. And, um so, so I was thinking already in my mind at that time, I was like, okay, I think that this yeah. could potentially be my wife. And, and yeah, so flash forward, we start, it, you know, there was a lot of kind of rockiness at that very beginning because she didn't want to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Why didn't you want to commit, Kahi? I was afraid. Um, what were you afraid of? I was afraid because I failed in two relationships prior to mm-hmm. Calvin. And I was... Back then, I thought that those men are like in, in, in that time, I was going to marry them. Like I was sure, 100% mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And it did not happen. Yeah. So I have fear. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be led by emotions. Yes. And, and I was like, and also it's just, I was just embarrassed mm-hmm. to bring, you know, uh, to tell my family. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to like, one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just, I wasn't. 
But how long were you single? Like, wasn't it like a couple years? Yes, it was. Uh, like and you three still years. had that fear of like, I don't want another failed relationship. Correct. And what did you do to get over that? Did you have counseling? Did you have like mentors? Like, what did you do to get over that fear? Well, definitely going to the uh, to venue mm-hmm. helped me because most of most of the people that would go there were single. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the message was towards single people. Mm-hmm. So just really learning the way God wants us to have a, a dating life. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, another one, books. Mm-hmm. Like when we started dating, I was like, we got to do something different. And we end up reading the book, The One mm-hmm. by our pastor Ryan Leake. And mm-hmm. that book, for me, it was an example because I never had that um, that example of a marriage, like Christian marriage mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. So... I, I know that you need to, uh, everybody will advise you, marry someone your same religion or mm-hmm, marry someone mm-hmm. that kind of has similarities with you, but I haven't experienced that. Yeah. So reading that book and knowing Ryan's and Amanda's story really helped me to be like, okay, I, I, I did. You had like a blueprint. Correct. You're like, okay, we're going to do this. Let's do it different. Uh-huh. Because you felt like, because you had those failures, you're like, I want to do things different moving forward. Yeah. So you guys officially started dating in March of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then talk to us a little bit about that long distance relationship. And how did you guys make it work? Like, how did you, you know, did you break up at all? Like, how was that? Well, first I told him that we were not going to work out because we are doing long distance. And for me, it's important to do life with that person. Mm-hmm. The next day he sent me his five flight tickets to Dallas. <laughs> I remember that. So I had, I was just like, I was speechless. I'm like, so you're telling him we're not doing this long distance. And he's like, Oh, I got you, boo. And he fought, he buys five flights yes. to Dallas. So I was like, okay, he's serious. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so that for me, that was a, a wow moment. And what about you, Calvin? Were there any key people in your life to help you navigate? Like when you were dating her and to help you through that? Lassie's trying to make a plug for herself. No, not at all. Because I wasn't the only one. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me go down the list. Basti, uh, uh, Ryan was was key. Terrence was was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely shout out to Terrence because uh, when we were going through our ups and downs, breaking up and stuff, Terrence was consistent, like saying, "Man, if you if you." Feel like she's the one. Like he's like, obviously, I don't like this for you, the breaking up piece. Mm-hmm. But um, if you want to hold on to it, that's fine. Because there were a lot of people, you know, chirping saying like, okay, that's it. Because mm-hmm. we we broke up a couple, a few times. That's what like, I was gonna say. So yeah. the, the first breakup, what caused that first breakup? There, there was just there was just insecurities. I think mm-hmm. um, the the you know we set such high standards for ourselves and i and i think like it's hard it's hard to describe how long did that breakup last the first one only probably a a month or so if even (laughs) like and and but it was like when we broke up later that it lasted for a long time so okay wait you guys started dating you broke up for a month got back together then broke up again yes maybe three months four months something like that you guys broke up three months later yeah, it was like uh, we had 
every three months we will break up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> actually, that that that's actually now Cookie. <laughs> why was why were these breakups, these three month breakups, occurring? What was it? When you can pinpoint something. Well, first I knew that my the relationship that I would choose next. He was going to be my husband. Mm-hmm. I was no, mm-hmm. I was no. You're not out here just, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm done trying to figure it out. Either mm-hmm. he is or he's not. But uh, then like, how do I know that? You know? Yeah. Um, and how do you know that if you keep breaking up? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The long distance for me was huge. Mm-hmm. Because he will come for, let's say, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I will have to spend the whole day with him doing things here and then. And it will break you me up. For, I get to. <laughs> it, will, it will break me out from my routine. Yeah. And I was having issues with that. Like, I like to have a routine. Yes. I like to, you know, work out, eat good, mm-hmm. eat healthy. But when he will come, we will go to restaurants and things like that. So I feel like it was, I was just like, by Sunday, I was kind of like ready to let him go to New York. But then it will be Tuesday and I will be missing him. I guess it was just like, no time together, but whenever we were together, it was so intense, mm-hmm. out of my routine, that I was like, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do yeah. that. So the long distance for me was a big thing. Okay. So then you guys broke up the last breakup before getting back together, okay? How long did that one last? That one was a while, right? The last one was six months. Six months. Yeah. And in those six months, what did you both do individually? To like when you broke up, Cookie, in that breakup, were you like, oh, we're done forever, I'm good, peace out? Yes. And Calvin, were you like, oh no, we'll be back? Well, he did something special. What Very did he do? special. He, uh, he wrote, it was through a letter, it was through a letter that he wrote me mm-hmm. when we broke up. He mm-hmm. was, Because when we started dating, I told him, I think I need a year of just working on myself before I start dating because I know the next person I date is going to be my husband. I want to be ready. Mm-hmm. All that thing. Yeah. Uh, all, all the things that yeah. we girls put on and ourselves. At the end of the day, those are just excuses just to, to make a decision. That yeah. We, that's what I feel like. No, now. it absolutely is. Because let me tell you something. Now that you guys are married, you know that nothing really prepares you. Yeah. Like, so we'll get that in a minute. Go ahead. So he wrote me a letter saying that I know you need time for yourself. So for a whole year, um, if you need a year, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, You were willing to give her a year? Yes. You were willing to put your love life on hold for one year? Yes. Uh Obviously, very challenging. I mean, I don't know why I'm acting surprised because I remember having a conversation (laughs) with Calvin. (laughs) But the the thing is, people—a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. because they see me out and about and having a good time and stuff. Um, But before Cookie, I hadn't dated for nine years. Wow! So uh, nine years. Yeah, I've I've taken girls on dates, but not in a relationship. Not in a relationship, um, because like for different reasons. Sometimes it was the girls just like. Nah, you, you, mm-hmm. ain't, you ain't it. Mm-hmm. Or and then other times, like I was like, nah, this this ain't it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had not dated someone in a relationship for for nine years, and um, and there was I just kept myself occupied with school. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be the first one to graduate from college. I don't want to get distracted. Yeah, I try to you know ask a couple of girls out here and there, but um, nothing like serious uh, ever came about. Mm-hmm. And so. School is just, you know, me staying focused, graduate. My brother's coming behind me, going to school. 
Then when I started working at school, and I think this is just the Lord closing doors and protecting me as well. Yeah, for sure. When I first got out of school, working at J.P. Morgan in the private bank, working long hours. So, so you didn't have time to yeah, put in a person. Yeah, three years of just like freaking getting blitzed. And and everyone, all of my peers, they lived in Uptown, but I lived still in Carrollton. So I had these long days. Then I was driving back and yeah. just on repeat. So this year, it didn't really, for you, it was like, oh, it's just another year of not dating because I've done now, this for nine years. Yes, I say that, but New York is different. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. The Because uh, I wrote her that letter and, um, you know, saying that I, I wanted to wait a year for her. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I was, it was, I don't want to say it was conditional. Mm-hmm. Um but I was trying to get some, I was trying to read the tea leaves a little bit. I'm like, yeah. give me some sort of indication that you that, would, that you would like this or not. Yes. And, and uh, every time we would have a conversation, like sometimes we would have good conversations, but then there was like uh, a couple where we just had like bad conversations. And, and, and I was trying to, I think it's because I needed to know because yeah. I knew that I was putting myself on hold for a year. But I wasn't getting any indication from her. Like you weren't yes. getting any hope. Yeah, that either she which is that. good because <laughs> I think that if I think the the biggest thing that I will say in in seeing both of your lives in front row seat of dating is what I can appreciate is that Cookie never played with your emotions in that aspect of like giving you false hope. Like when Cookie told you, "No, I'm done," she was done. And then she would be on my couch like, well, I don't know if I'm done. Like, I don't know if I said the right thing. Like, well, why did I do that? And I'm like, calm down. It's okay. And then, you know, you and I would talk and you'd be like, oh, no, like, I'm going to marry this girl. Like, I don't know. I'm going to wait. And I remember after you told me that you were going to give her that year, in full disclosure, I called Ryan. I said, Ryan, is he crazy? (laughs) And Ryan's like, He's crazy in love. Like he's, he just knows. And I said, but you know what? I can appreciate the fact that he's willing to say, okay, a year. And after that, I'm going to move on. And the fact that she didn't give you that false hope, I feel that it speaks volumes to who she is because she's going to stay true to herself. And I feel like there's so many people out here that when they're dating, they're giving false hope. They give it out like it's candy. Like, well, just give me three months and maybe we'll be back. And yeah. the person is, is holding on to that maybe. Yeah. And then it never happens. So good for you because you stood to, you stood your ground on, I'm not going to give this guy false hope. But yeah. now Cookie, were you afraid that he could have moved on? I was more than being afraid. I was, that was another wild moment showing who he is as a man, mm-hmm. you know, his character, because he was like, if you say yes, at the end of the year, awesome. But if you do not, this I'll just be, it will be a learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so either way it was a win-win. And just to see that he has that perspective, yeah. for me was like, what okay. a nice character, you know? Yeah. Um, but you still were like. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, and I was okay being single. Like yeah. those six months that we were apart. I really enjoy my time being single. Mm-hmm. And when I mean enjoying it, it doesn't mean I was going out mm-hmm. dating or I was just enjoying church, serving family and mm-hmm. my, my girlfriends. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's, and that's another thing that I really like about him because even though I can, I, I was the bad guy, if you want to call it that way, doing the breakups mm-hmm. or starting the breakups, 
while we were not together, he will show more love, more kindness. Wow. He will, he, he will be just like... So he really took persistence to a whole new level. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say like, you know, anyone in, in that in that sort of situation, um, you also got to be careful and protect yourself too because that's the guy. Your heart. She, she was tell, giving me no indications, but then I would come into town and I was making it hard and I was trying to like, you know beat that door down and so sometimes like we did get close and that and that would give me hope but then i would go back to new york and it's the same because because we're just repeating the it same was just cycle. a temporary like yeah. satisfaction of spending time with her seeing her but yeah. then when you go back the reality is well she's not going to be calling me and texting yeah. me and yeah because because i mean you know and you had asked her part of the uncertainty about long distance well she also very much tied to her family very much this is where I believe God has me, Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of me, and then, as she said, potentially being her husband, that means potentially having to move to New York. And I think that that was a big, like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm going to follow wherever I feel the spirit leading me. And I and and uh, I was always hearing New York, New York, New York. Um, and I, I know we'll get later into it, but, and it's funny that like that's where we're going now. Mm-hmm. But we're in such a different place. And I'll just say this, like God's been so good to us because I wrote her that letter and he was about six months, but I was starting to crack. Yes. Like, like I candidly, remember candidly. Um, because I was I was starting, you know, going going out with my friends and, and hanging out and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not getting any indication from her. And then when we, there was something that she said in one of our last conversations. We were because we were getting a, a, a little flirty in text. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, you know, she, ESL. She said, "Don't candy talk to me." She was she trying to say, "Don't sugar talk to me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love that. She's like, "Don't candy talk to me," and that just like something in me like broke. Yeah, and, and I was just like, "She's she's not gonna come around." Yeah, and so so like at that point, I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to entertain other other uh, people." Yeah, and so I started like you know, pause, uh, pause, yeah, pause. Because I want Cookie to talk about the month before you went to your missions trip. Uh-huh. So you guys are still broken up. You're still kind of flirting here and there a little bit, back and forth. Um, but now you're like, you're, I remember you were getting ready to leave and you came to help me pack. Mm-hmm. And I remember I hadn't talked to him in a while, but I remember asking you like, Cookie, what's going on? Like, are you going to be broken up forever? Like, you know, I remember telling Cookie, like, if you don't want him, somebody, I'll take him. Somebody will take him, you know? (laughs) And I remember Cookie looking at me like, it's just, it's not, you know, I don't know. Like, she just, she never really had, like, a definite. And I was like, Cookie, you don't want to miss out Mm -hmm. on on, on the fact that this could be the person that is going to be tied to your destiny. You know, so let's talk talk a little bit about that. I remember that conversation very well because it was very key on my decision. I still remember laying down on your bed. We Mm -hmm. were talking and you were asking me, like, what is it? Like, what do you want? What do you like telling me? Like, this is like the best of the best Mm -hmm. that you can have Mm -hmm. ever, you know? And I remember that the why I didn't were just really silly excuses mm-hmm. like you're really gonna miss out because of those silly excuses that yeah. you keep putting in your mind what somebody should have or should not yeah and and that for me was like 
a wow, another wow moment to mm-hmm. make a decision. It's like, and I know I was going to leave to Peru, but I knew that if I make a decision, that was it because there is no, no way. No turning back. No turning back. And, um, but you don't want to base a decision off an emotion. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're, yeah. you're talking with your uh, with your girlfriend and mm-hmm. you're getting all like inspired and you're like, yes, yes. And then I didn't want to just be like, make a decision because of our conversation. For sure. For sure. So I know I needed some time. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to Peru mm-hmm. and go. It was a girl's trip, a mission trip. So I was like, let me just enjoy that. And, and yeah. So... When did you know that you were going to miss out on the love of your life? Like, when did you know, like, if I don't call this man, if I don't say something, like, when did you, like, get that moment? I, when I was in Peru, I went through a very hard situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, the only person that I wanted to talk to was him. Mm. Uh, even like the dates I had really good dates too because it was an amazing trip I wanted to share with him yeah so I'm it like amazing. why why is it that like I can call all my sisters my girlfriends I can share with so many people but I really wanted him to know but I was like okay and I was about to send him a message saying I really miss you even though we were talking sharing everything I wanted him to know but I didn't send him a message mm-hmm. I was like I need to put my emotions in control before I send a message because if I send it, that's, that's it. Because you knew he was ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't know behind the scenes. But, well, you... you yeah, you yeah, talk. let her so, yeah. so now that we talk, and then I did not send it. Well, I sent it a week after. Wow. Uh, a week after. I was like, this is like, I, I am, I'm, I'm sure. So I just sent him a message saying, I miss you. I'm um, just going to share my emotions. Mm-hmm. But for him, it was like, we're back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what is really funny, and this is just God knows. It's mm-hmm. God's timing. Because yeah. that, uh, the weekend before, when I, I was going to send a message, but I didn't, mm-hmm. he went out and he met someone. Mm. Yeah, I was hanging out. Twist. Yeah, yeah. I met I met someone and and you know, I was just having fun and, and stuff. Um and I wasn't even like thinking that serious into yeah. it. Because you know, you don't want to just It was have just a, something a casual. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a rebound situation. But at the same time, I was like, this person is interesting. Um and um uh, because I was I was definitely starting to crack because I had like during this during the time of that breakup, because that was the long breakup. Yeah. Like I'm just being 100 percent candid. I was like, of I'm course. getting, I'm getting my revenge body, and like I came out <laughs> freaking like destroying the gym. He did, and, like he even hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. And and poor uh, guy. So like, like when I think it when whenever um like we a, a group of us friends went on this kayaking trip, uh, and I took my shirt off. People were like. What the what the heck happened? Yeah, like, because it's not that I haven't been fit, but like I took it to another level. Because I mean, when you can get something in your mind mm-hmm. and while you're doing something, I was like, and for me, it it was like I'm gonna show her from afar because I wasn't even yes. on Instagram, I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, when I get on, she's gonna see like, yeah, and, eat your and, heart and, out. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> and uh, and so I know that that's now, not the right is this is this. When you remember that trip you did to Europe with that group, yeah, is this? No, were no, you guys no, bro- no, were no, you we guys broken up? 
No, no, we were no, together. No, you guys were together. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I was after. I sent, I posted that picture of me, and she texted me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I saw that picture, and he's with, like, it's not like he's... He's weird with his swimsuit and like even like a shirt. Like it was a, a vest. A yeah, yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. fully. Un- so I thought I could see everything, but I just saw his shoulders. And you were like, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you were like, those traps were not there a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I always told her, she has, I would joke with her. Well, cause she was always like, you need to go to the gym. You need to go to the gym. Um, and and sometimes I, I go through seasons. I don't know why. I just yeah. I just feel like I can turn it on when I need to. Yeah. And uh, I, t- I always told her, I was like, give me 60 days, maybe. And it's so effortless like, for him, right? Like, he goes and comes back to find. I'm you like, go for a year and you're like, oh, I see a little <laughs> definition. Yeah, I told her, you give me 60 days and maybe 90 max. I was like, I will be transformed. Um, and so, like, that's what I did during that breakup. But yeah. it, that was like six months. So she texts you the next day that she missed you, yes. right? Yeah, and you had met somebody casually. Yeah, and so it was it was it was hard because, like, I called her. I was super excited, and I and I was like, oh, <laughs> "You yeah, knew, we're, Cookie. We're back. You we're, knew what that was gonna do." Back. But then, but then I started like all of the insecurity started hitting me, mm. and so then when I saw this other person, we all had went out. Like I was like dancing with her, and 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 uh, and then but then I started feeling really bad afterwards, and I'm like, "Well, aren't?" Kuki and I are supposed to be together. I'm like, well, are we together? And I was just all these mind things. And so I like, I just had to have a conversation with her. And obviously she was heartbroken because she's like, well, you said you were going to wait a year. But, you know, I just see the Lord's grace in all of it because. Wait, let me tell you. He told me when we were together mm-hmm. about this girl. Oh! Once we got together, then that's when no, you... Yes, mi amorcito. Not, that's not true. It was over the phone. I remember walking Lucas. <laughs> because whenever you feel like something hurts... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I remember that that's moment. My mm-hmm. bad. I, th- I thought you were saying... I thought you were saying that I waited for us to get together. No, no, no. no oh, no, no, no. no. We, we got together. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when you confessed what ha- happened. Yes, that's 100% true. My bad. Yeah, timeline gets It's okay. It's okay. The, the, and so what I told her is like, you know, I was dancing with this girl, um, and there's no excuse. I said, here's here's what's going through my mind. Yeah, there were insecurities, but there's no excuse, and you just got to be candid and upfront yes. with those things because yes. my thing is I don't want, you know, the devil, Satan, to have anything over our relationship. I also want to give her the freedom of choice. Like God never violates someone's free will, mm-hmm. so I was like, I need to share with her. That first off, that I was even talking to someone because I yeah. had written her that letter, right? And then also that I danced with this person after we had officially gotten back together. And so I just confessed that and I said... And hey, how did you... Go ahead, finish, yeah. No, I, I, told, I, we were, I was in t- town. I told her, I was like, I got to tell you this, you know, in person. And and uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, super tough. But she also you know, called me a day later or two days later and, and said, like, that just shows your heart that, you know, I know it's something very difficult to share, mm-hmm. but that you that you told me. Um, she's always disappointed from the from the standpoint mm-hmm. of, of um, I told her that I would wait a year. So I should. So in her mind, you shouldn't be talking to anyone anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and I just told her my thought process. So we, we it was hard, but but we talked it out and I told her, I was like, look, I had, was fully intentioned on waiting a year, you know, but after like six months go by and you're not really making progress, we still had our texting yeah. sometimes, but.
but no progress going you were just by. running you were I just was, running out of steam you I were like, like i'm 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 done yeah like, and so yeah. i'm very thankful because like the lord knows i was tripping up at the finish line i didn't know how close to the finish line i was but she came around and just thank god like nothing else yes. happened like it was at the very beginning stages so god's good that's so good. So the thread that I hear in your relationship is you were very persistent, Calvin. Yep. Um, I also hear the fact that, Cookie, you stayed true to yourself and you did not move out of emotion. Um, and then, Calvin, you held yourself back because you wanted to protect your heart at a lot of times. Because when someone's unsure, you can go all the way and leave your heart out there. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, wait, I don't want to just take one little text and out of content and out of context and, and say, Oh my God, this is what she means. So now you guys are officially back together. There's no more breaking up. Married. (laughs) Everything is going great. And then you decide you're going to propose. So you proposed in December of 2019. Uh, Yeah. 2019. Yeah. uh, Cookie, when you thought about your proposal, what was your vision for a proposal? Wow. Just something very intimate, you know, mm-hmm. um, very personal. Mm-hmm. How? You didn't know the how, uh, but you yeah. want something intimate and personal. Yeah. What did you think about when you wanted to propose? Well, uh, she had always said about family was important to her. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted it to do it in front of family. Mm-hmm. And another shout out plug to Vasti. <laughs> 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 she, she just be... <laughs> Uh, I shared, I, I, cause, uh, I called Vasi or I know I, I had messaged you on mm-hmm. Instagram. I was like, guess what? Like, I'm going to propose. Yeah. You're like, I got and the ring. Like, I was like, ah! and she was, she like called me and she's like, what are you going to do? And she's like, uh, she's like, you need, you need to do something, uh, intimate between you two guys. And so Vasi, uh, definitely was key. I just felt like, because I, I had such a front row seat to your relationship and I feel like I got to know both of you individually during that time. And I just felt like with Cookie, I felt like she, I know like in her heart of hearts, like she wants to like have those moments with her significant other and yeah. those pure moments. And I was just like, this is a story. I remember Amanda told me this. Um, she says, you know, whenever anybody is telling Ryan and I that they want to propose, we always say to them, this is the story that she's going to tell for the rest of your life, like the yeah. rest of your marriage. Like you want her to repeat a good story or a tacky, cheesy story or what? So yeah. I remember telling Calvin that and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I have the place like, no, this is what you're going to do. And I just remember it was such an anticipation for you guys' proposal. Like, I mean, everybody knew except for you. I don't know how so many people kept the secret, because I yeah. for sure thought someone was gonna slip. Yeah, you know, um, Calvin when they were dating. Fun story, he did a bowling night when he wanted to get to know Cookie. They were not dating um, yet officially, but he liked her, and he had all of us come on a Friday night all the way to Frisco because he's like, because she told him if we're gonna hang out, I'm comfortable in groups because she didn't want to give him false. Hope. You see, that's what I'm saying. I love that that theme in your relationship. And we all went to this bowling alley and Calvin reenacted and relived it at the proposal. Like the whole day was just an eventful day for her. 
And it ended with her walking in, seeing 50 plus people and just the look on her face. I mean, just everything. And it was just beautiful. So obviously Corona happened. And what happened with your wedding, guys? Yeah, so we had planned to get married in Cancun July of this year. And then... uh, Of last year, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, July of 2020. And uh, then, you know, cor- Corona happened. So her family couldn't travel from Peru mm-hmm. uh, up to up to uh, the States. Mm-hmm. Or not the States, but to Mexico. Cancun, yeah. Yeah, they couldn't travel to Mexico. And then, obviously, everyone from the, the U.S., you know, we're a little bit more lax here, could travel. But, unfortunately, uh, with with, you know, the whole situation, we were just like, let's cancel let's push it off for a year and kooky had kind of joked about why don't we just get uh ryan to marry us and then so i was like i was like joking around i was like yeah that that would be that would be cool if we just got married uh Mm -hmm. and then uh we we kept joking about it and then we're like okay let's just do it and so because you guys um were because you came to dallas at the start of the pandemic yep right march april march march so then you had that talk with Ryan, and then you guys got married on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What date? April 19th, which which is crazy because, look, think about this. Cookie and I had been in a long-distance relationship off and on, mm-hmm. granted, from March 2018. Within a month of me being here, because um, I got here at the, lat- the latter, month, latter mm-hmm. part of, of March, mm-hmm. um, we were she was roommates with her dad, and so I was like sleeping on the couch mm-hmm. and she was in her room and her dad's there. And within a month of us actually for the first time living in the same city, we were like, let's get this done. So we got married April 19th, less than a month later. That's so awesome. Yeah. And you know what? Again, Cookie, you got an intimate. <laughs> I got what I wanted. Yeah. We were doing it in, in Cancun mm-hmm. because I know he wanted a party. Yes. Yeah. And if I if I was gonna make a party, I was gonna have to invite my family from Peru. We're For very sure. we're very close. And I know if I would have told them, let's come to Dallas, mm-hmm. I have to take them to the mall, to the restaurants. <laughs> and it's not just two people. I'm talking it's about like 50, 10, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that if we do in Cancun all inclusive everybody's well taken care of. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we'll have the party. But I really, really want to just, just be us. Yeah. And God gave it to me and gave it to us. And it was literally just us. Mm-hmm. And our pastor Ryan was on the... Yeah, he was so nice. He went actually to the church. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh he my God. Church, through Zoom. Our family was, everybody in their house through Zoom. So it was a very special, nice moment. That's awesome. And we'll be partying in a few months. Yes. In Cancun. So now you're three months away because we're in January. So you're three months away from your one year. What has it been like, your newlywed? If you can say a one minute... You, Cookie, and you, Calvin, what has this year been like for you guys, for you as a newlywed? It's, for me, it's just so amazing to have your best friend being your unconditional person. Like, for me, that's just like, you can share everything. Before, it was just like, you will do life, you have friends and everything, Mm -hmm. but you still go home, you know? But I, I just really love coming home and just having that person. It's 
for me, that's huge. That's so awesome. Any lessons that this first year has taught you that you've learned about yourself living with him? Yes. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> I love Write this. this down. It's the list. I'm just kidding. Yes. Now, the first one is, I think women, because I have two sisters. My mom has five sisters. We tend to assume that we assume that they know what we want. Mm. That they and can read our minds. Yes. Mm. And they don't. You just have to speak up. Speak your feelings. Speak your mind. Because every time I stop assuming and I actually share, mm-hmm. better things has come out. So, That's so yeah, good. When it comes to communication, you always say communication is the key, but how, what kind of communication? Yeah. How, how you communicate. Uh, so for me, that's been good. It's just in... Obviously, we're very different people. Race, culture, everything is different. Yeah. And um, so just kind of sharing, well, this is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Just just share, even like if you don't like it or you do, just share it with For you. sure, for sure. And what about you? Marriage has been awesome. Um, I think that it's just been so, uh, such a validation and confirmation of, of everything mm-hmm. that we... Um, or the, really that I held on to for mm-hmm. so long um, mm-hmm. because like she is my best friend and, and I knew she was my best friend a long time before we got married. And, and um, so now that we come together and it's crazy because we've been married now for eight, nine months mm-hmm. and like, this is our first time living together, but it just, it just clicks and that, that communication is so key. Yeah. So I think that's been a strong suit of our relationship and, and uh, every day is fun. And, and it's, it's, God's just good. He's so good. And, and, uh, what has it taught you? What has marriage so far, like taught you about you yourself? Like, is there anything about you that you're like, man, I didn't know this until I lived with someone. Well, I think that you, you, everyone has like a gauge of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, but cookie is such a, like a fierce runner after things that she wants Mm -hmm. that it, it, it just, to me, she motivates me to, to keep pushing hard, working hard. And, and she shows me um, that. How lazy you are? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. She definitely shows me that. Um, He's because, trying to say it in yeah, like this nice, eloquent the, way. Yeah, she, she definitely shows me that. But it, it, she also just shows me like, if you like really, you know, put your mind after something, like you just, you just get it done. Just like, get it. I mean, this morning I woke up, you know, there's stuff to be clean. She's just like already up doing it. And so she's just continually. She waits for nothing. Yeah. Yes. She just continually is like pushing me or dragging me forward. It's so crazy. Yeah. Somebody asked me this week, you guys don't know them, but they they know that I'm your friend. And I was talking to them about um, my podcast and that I was going to be recording. And they said, what makes them work? Like I'm looking at them and they they look great together and, but they're also very different. Like she's Latina, he's African-American and like, she's not Latina from like, like the two popular countries that everybody, Mexico or Puerto Rico and the United States, right? Especially Mexico. Um, But she's like Peruvian. And he was like, what makes them work? And I said, you know, she is the epitome of a goal getter. I go, not G-O, goal. Like she is going to go after all those goals She's going to crush it. I said, and I feel like for him as a man, men need a woman, especially in the field that he's in. Because I was saying that here in finance and it's long days and long hours. And it can tend to make you probably feel like I'm over this. I don't want to just chill. 
Exactly. And having someone to come home to that keeps that fire and that motivation. I said, I really believe that that's going to be their secret sauce in their marriage is that he allows her to, hey, calm down. Tonight, we're just going to watch a movie. Like, stop it. Just relax. We're going to eat chicken and you're going to like this. (laughs) And I was like, and with her, with him, I said, I feel like with her, it's like she gets that fire under his butt to say, no, get up, go do something for yourself. Take care of yourself. Make your body a priority. He was like, man, you just don't see that a lot. He's like, you just, and I'm like, I know it's just really interesting. I was like, so I said, I think that they both prove that you don't have to put your significant other in a box of what it should look like. Like when it's God and when it's going to work, there's nothing that you can do to stop it, you know? So last words, what would you say to someone dating right now, Cookie, to a girl that is out here dating and she doesn't have her boyfriend yet and she's frustrated? What, What are your words to her? I think first, when it comes to singleness, for me, it was a gift. So if you're a single woman at this moment mm-hmm. and you feel like you need a man to complete you, there is something that you need to work on within your heart. That's you need, so good. You need to be praying a lot. That's good. I think the moment when you start enjoying your singleness, no man is going to come in. And that's what happens to you. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. And... When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Good thing. So he's going to come and look for you and find you. You don't need to be searching. That's so good. Calvin, what would you say to the guy that feels like he's met his wife and she's reluctant? And Well, I would say, uh, first most, you need, to, you need to hear from the Lord. Like, um, when you're dating someone, there's a, there's a great book that I recommend every guy and woman go pick up. It's called God is a Matchmaker. Um, Derek Prince, he's no longer with us. He's in heaven now. But um, he talks about, he shows through scripture how the Lord brings a woman to a man in, like from the very beginning mm-hmm. and at the end. You know, God brought Eve to Adam from his rib, right? And then at the end, he's ushering in the bride to the groom. Um, so, and the, there's so many stories that are littered throughout the book of both in the Bible and also people's testimonies mm-hmm. of like how God is a matchmaker. And there were just so many signs. And that's what I would always tell Kuki. I was like, cause Jesus would say this. If you don't believe me from, from, for my word's sake, at least believe the signs. And so I would try to tell Kuki that, but sometimes I just had to tell myself that because when she wasn't trying to hear it, um, if you're a guy out there and you're trying to persist on, you, you just need to, um, you need to hold on to those signs. But at the end of the day, the Lord never violates free will. So mm-hmm. if Cookie had decided that, you know what? No, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Well, you can't be discouraged in that. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but at the same time, like you did everything that you were supposed to do as a guy mm-hmm. and pursuing that woman. And if but like it's not like because that doesn't work out, you're now on plan B. Like God saw the situation. Yeah, he, for sure. He's not surprised by the situation. Um, but yeah, like I said, baseline things, listen to the signs. You, you need the Lord to speak to you when mm-hmm. it comes to who you're going to marry. And that's why I was so persistent after her. Um, and I was like, Lord, help her to see. And thank God he opened her eyes to see. <laughs> <laughs> the, because if, if you don't have those those accompanying signs, if you don't have uh, something where you can say solidly point back to, 
you know, marriage is a is is forever. The word says that God hates divorce. Yes. And so if you don't have those things, it's very easy to falter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, because there's there's plenty of other options, Absolutely. like great options out there, mm-hmm. right? But you gotta have something that you can point to. So I would just encourage. I love that. Love yeah, it. Look That's to the good. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. For us, for also help us is that whenever we in March, I think by June, we were already taking premarital classes. Mm-hmm. And some people think they need to take those classes a month before they get married. And that's not, yeah. And uh, uh, that, that kind of classes help us to ask the hard questions ahead of time. That's To good. get to know that person, like the past, because the past is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you've been through, things like that. Mm-hmm. So that also let us know who are you hanging out? Who, who is your, your boyfriend uh, and what he's experienced? Yeah, that's good. I, you guys know already, I love both of you very much. And it just makes me so happy, like, to just see all the things that God is doing in your lives, the success that's come. You guys left to New York. So sad, but it's good, mm-hmm. you know? And I think even that part of the story is interesting, how God allowed you guys to have your first, you know, seven months of marriage here in Dallas with your family. And now you're off to New York and you're able to start really your own thing and Mm -hmm. your own traditions. And that's going to be so key for, you know, both of you when you're in a new state, you know, with each other and all that. But I'm really happy just to see you guys just flourish in your relationship and your marriage. So, yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening. If you wanted to follow Calvin or Cookie, what's your handle, Calvin? It's the underscore Cal underscore Lee underscore (laughs) Just follow Cookie. Follow Cookie at (laughs) a healthy cookie. K-U-K-Y. That's how you spell cookie. A healthy cookie. And obviously, I will tag them on this episode and on my page. And guys, listen. Being single is tough, like it is. And we all have choices to make in life. And I will say that one of the most important decisions that you will ever make in life besides the normal of like a career and where you're going to live is the person that you choose to do life with and who you're going to attach yourself to. And it is so key for you to take the time that you need to get to know yourself, to get to know your wants, your needs and to really focus on what it is that God wants you to have. Not the thing is that everybody focuses on, well, I want that, but God gives you what you need. At the end of the day, it's all about what you need. And when you want to have a healthy heart around dating, um, if you listen to this story, you will hear that Cookie stayed true to herself. Calvin had a lot of patience and Calvin also persisted. And he knew when to like scale back and he knew when to go forward. Um, but the, th- the theme for them, too, is how God just really had their hand, his hand on their relationship. And they didn't move ahead of God's timing. And that's the big thing, too. You can always think that you have it and you you have the the plan and you're going to move ahead and you can end up messing something up. That's really not supposed to happen until when God says 
So guys, thank you for listening today. If you want to know more about them, follow them on Instagram and especially Cookie. She'll help you get fit and learn all about plant-based eating. Um, And other than that, you guys, you, you know what to do. Rate, subscribe, and review the episode. Take care. Besos. Thank you for listening to Healthy Heart Talks. We'd love to keep in touch with you. So follow us on Instagram at Healthy Heart Talks. And if you would like to continue the conversation, send us your email to healthyhearttalks at gmail.com. Until next time. And remember that a healthy heart leads to the best healthy head decisions. Besos.